Welcome back, everybody. Hope you're all having a great day today. Welcome back to another no. Welcome back, everybody, to Blake's Take, giving you my take on local and national sports. I know we normally start with national sports, but we're going to kick it off with some incredible local sports today. After the Philomath football team got a dominant, absolutely dominant, 37-0 shutout victory over Glide on Saturday. The Warriors got out into an incredible start with two touchdowns by Chase Beersley, the new addition to the team. One one was by an offensive fly sweep, and the other was an outstanding pick six off the edge. This was then followed by an elusive touchdown by Isaiah Blackburn and a Chase Beardsley field goal to cap off the wild 24-0 run by the Warriors in the first quarter. In the second quarter, in the second half, the Warriors came out hot with Caleb Jensen throwing a dot to Carson Girding, who scooped the ball in and walked into the end zone for the 40-yard score on just the second play from scrimmage in the second half. Holy smokes, the Warriors were not going to be stopped. Then on the following drive, Chase Beardsley would cap off his incredible three-touchdown performance of a game, giving the Warriors the 37-0 lead and ultimately the win. The dominant Warriors defense then took care of the rest in this one with four interceptions in total by one of each, one by Beardsley, one by Alec Russell, Blaine Guzman, Blaine Guzman and hard-hitting linebacker star of the defense, Isaiah Blackburn. The Warriors get the incredible 37-0 shutout victory and are now looking forward to move on against Dayton. Just an incredible, outstanding performance unlike we have ever seen from the Warriors in a while back until when we saw them play JC as my freshman year when they beat JC by quite a bit, but a shutout victory by this margin. This was great to see, especially after the Warriors hadn't played a year and a half. Just all of them came together and are really looking good, looking like a solid core group that is ready to take on anyone who's stepping up to next to the plate and they're ready for the challenge against Dayton on Thursday. So make sure to tune into that. Uh, it's, it's getting streamed, so turn into that and the Warriors are going to be ready. As far as other local sports, we had the Civil War in basketball with Oregon taking on Oregon State, where Oregon was coming off looking to clinch the Pac-12 regular season title with a win. Will Richardson scored a career-high 22 points, and Oregon made a season-high 15 three-pointers in beating Oregon State 80-67 on Sunday night to finish the Pac-12 Conference's regular season champion for the second straight year. Richardson finished with a career-high six made threes and only missed one from beyond the arc. As a team, it was most made threes by the Ducks unit since 2017 when they went 11 for 24. Oregon finished 15 for 23 or 65.2% from deep. Incredible performance by the Oregon Ducks from beyond the arc. Eugene Amarui scored 18 points for Oregon. Eric Williams Jr. scored 14, while Chris Dar and LJ Figueroa scored 10, while the Bees in Ethan Thompson scored 16 points. Warth Altisi scored 14, Jared Lucas with 12, and Roman Silva with 10. Oregon State faces UCLA on Thursday in the postseason conference tournament in Las Vegas, while Oregon has now won five straight in just a span of 11 days and is 10-2 since February 4th, 
coming off of those setbacks, but is now the tournament's top seed. Uh, and on Thursday, they will face the winner between Wednesday's matchup of Arizona State and Washington State. Just great to see that both of these teams are going into the tournament, and it's great to see the Ducks with the one seed. And maybe, who knows, they might play. Or Oregon State could make a run. It's March. There's always madness. So upsets can occur, and we could see these two in the Pac-12 championship. You never know. As far as national sports now we go, we had the NBA All-Star Weekend. Lots of festivities, activities, but before I get to the game, we're going to talk about all the contests, and we're going to start with the three-point contest, which always lives up to expectations, and this year's competition was no different. For the second straight year, the winner was determined by the final shot on the last rack, as Stephen Curry drilled the money shot to win the event for the second time in his career. It looks like Mike Conley might possibly take the trophy after putting up a solid 27 points in the final round. But in typical Curry fashion, there was no stopping him as he started started to heat up. The Golden State Warriors star scored 28 points in the final round after breaking the record for most points scored in a single round when he put up 31 points, 31 points in the first round. Of the event that was ridiculous he was hitting shots like it was nothing his win makes him part of an elite company becoming just the seventh player in league history to win multiple three-point contests and is the only active player to win the event twice just incredible win for curry always great just continuing to prove why he is the greatest shooter of all time on to the next contest in the Skills Challenge. The Skills Challenge has always been one of the least predictable events of the All-Star Weekend over the past several years. Despite the event itself being geared toward faster guards, five of the past six winners have been big men. And DeMontis Sabonis did not change that. With being a 2020 runner-up uh, in the event last year, he showed his dominance this year, becoming the 2021 Skills Challenge championing champion following a closely contested final round with Orlando, Orlando Magic big man and center Nikola Vukovic. The championship round was the first one won by a smaller player. In the first round, Sabonis defeated Knicks forward Julius Randle, while Vukovic defeated Trailblazers forward Robert Covington. The two went on to defeat the event's two favorites as Sabonis stunned Luka Doncic, while Vukovic knocked off Chris Paul, arguably the greatest skills player in history. The two squared off in the finale, though, with both missing multiple clinching three-pointers before Sabonis finally put one in and sealed his victory. And that was just incredible to see. Great to see Sabonis. It was a fun skills challenge to watch. And surprising upsets in Chris Paul and Luka Doncic. I thought Luka was going to take it, but congratulations to Sabonis on the win. And now for the final contest, we have always a thrilling dunk contest. Unlike most years, there were only three contestants, three contestants, and Cassius Stanley of the Indiana Pacers, Obi Toppin, the rookie out of New York, uh, the Knicks, of course, and Anthony Simons, the third year out of Portland Trailblazers. Also new this year, the final round was decided simply by judges' choice rather than the typical scoring of a 50-point. But 
that still did not let us down with an incredible show. Perhaps as wise move considering in the Dudges aspect scoring in the first round overshadows most of the actual dunks. Was Stanley's first effort being arguably the best dunk of the first round, yet just receiving a 44-point score. And at one point, Dwayne Wade even joked on television that D. Brown's eyes were still closed in a reference to his famous dunk from the 1991 dunk contest where he had his eyes closed during a dunk. In the end, the final round came down to Simons and Toppin, and the judges chose Simons by a 3-2 vote to make him the first trailblazer, hometown hero, to ever win the slam dunk contest. Yes, first blazer ever. Congratulations there. His winning dunk was a self-lob where he attempted to kiss the rim, but he ultimately didn't quite reach his target, which no blame. He was about to knock out his teeth if he was going to do it. So it was still very impressive uh, athleticism as he, as he showed off his incredible vertical leap. And Obi Toppin still had an incredible through-the-legs dunk, but wasn't quite from the three-throw line. And we always like to see the Blazer uh, getting creative with it. He Even in his first-round dunk, he jumped from, like, 12 feet and dunked it on the 10-foot hoop. So that was creative. He brought out creativity, and uh, it was always great to see. So I'm glad a, a Blazer has finally won a dunk contest, breaking that streak. Now enough of the exciting contests, let's get to the real excitement and the highlight reel of a game between Team LeBron and Team KD. Curry went off for 12 points in the first quarter, filled with a turnaround three and one from the logo. Crazy shots by Curry. The game got out of hand though late in the second quarter as Team LeBron took turns dunking off alley-oop passes. Chris Paul delivered back-to-back lobs in one to Lillard and Curry, who slammed them down, not only seeing those guys dunk, but it's the All-Star weekend, and we know anything can happen. After showing they could handle shots up close, Team LeBron headed outside in the final seconds of the half, where Lillard pulled up for a three-pointer from half-court line. Not to be outdone, though, Curry then knocked one down from virtually the same spot. It was crazy at the end of the half. They were launching 50-feet shots. It was crazy. It was a lot of fun, Lillard said. Me and Steph just shoot, like to shoot a lot of threes. We shoot deep threes. It was three, 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 three. Oh, my. They just could not stop shooting. And they couldn't stop making them either. They were crazy. But in the third, Giannis then controlled everything. Where he got several buckets, uh, especially from assists off of Nikola Jokic, to cap off his 35-point, 16 for 16 from the field performance through three quarters, which is the most makes without a miss in all-star game history. Now on to the 24-point target score fourth quarter in honor of Kobe Bryant, of course, where Curry and Dame each hit a tray to put this game within three points of Team LeBron target score. Curry got the first chance to win the game with heaving a three down the court uh, from half court that bounced off the rim. Rim, but of course, in companion with Curry, Dame time was it was Dame time. So he got to turn it around and get his own chance, and he knocked down the dagger, of course, for the win. Dame time on his in his wrist because no matter what team he's on, as long as Damian Lillard's in the building, you always know what time it is. 
Despite Dame and Curry's incredible deep shooting performance, Giannis's perfect scoring led him in route to win the Kobe Bryant Kia MVP award. Team LeBron gets the win, but all in all, it looked like everyone had a wonderful time this All-Star weekend. Lots of excitement, incredible shooting display by Curry and Dame, just proving even more why they are the best deep shooters in the game and how they changed the game forever from the three from beyond the arc and establishing no limit to range. It was awesome to see also Giannis's perfect performance. The bank was open for him. If you look back at those highlights, he was banking so many shots and the bank was open after hours for Giannis. So all around great all-star weekend. I like to see also on Keem KD, also just players getting involved such as Kyrie and Harden bonding as teammates. And LeBron didn't get really involved as far as playing because he wants to be ready and he's still determined on his regular season and his goal of winning the championship so that's great to see all around just excitement and blowing off some stress in the nba all-star weekend but to round off the show before i let you guys get on with your day we have a big quick announcement with six-time all-star forward blake griffin agreeing to sign with the big three in brooklyn for the rest of the season the nets are using one of their veteran minimum contract slots to sign griffin Griffin informed the Nets general manager Sean Sparks of his decision to join Brooklyn's championship chase on Sunday evening. A reunion of sorts with his former Los Angeles Clippers teammate in one DeAndre Jordan. Griffin had interest from most of the NBA's top playoff contenders and was cleared waivers on Sunday night after agreeing to a buyout of the remaining $56.5 million contract with Detroit Pistons on Friday. Because Brooklyn will be able to have a luxury tax next season, the most they could ever offer Griffin as a free agent is $5.9 million taxpayer mid-level exception. Marks, however, Griffin will earn $29.0 million from Detroit next year and has $255 million in career earnings, so I don't think he's got to worry about running out of money. Injuries have dramatically altered Griffin's game, eliminating the high-flying rim attacks that marked his all-star career and his USA camp that we all saw where he put on a dunking show. He used to be just the high-flyer of the league. He now leans on a heavily, heavily on the three-point shot, though, and his ability to make others get others involved as he has aged and injuries have prom- prevented him from getting to the same height he once was able to get. Griffin is now has now averaged 12.3 points, 5.2 rebounds, and 3.9 assists in the 20 games he played for Detroit this season. So solid move for the Nets, making a big move to get another big defender type that will help them tighten up some of the extremely loose defense that they have in Brooklyn. But this is an insane starting lineup if they do it. You got... Of course, now we got James Harden at the guard as Kyrie Irving has displayed. And now we got Kyrie at the shooting guard and KD at small forward. Then we got Blake Griffin probably at power forward and DeAndre Jordan at center. Wow. 
It seems like an all-star lineup, but it's not. I, I know Blake Griffin is far from his all-star days, but they, um, him and DeAndre Jordan are could still bring back some of that chemistry from the Clippers organization and, and place it in here in Brooklyn, building back that bond to help the defense rise up in Brooklyn and just let their offense keep on rolling to a championship run. So thank you for tuning in to another episode of Blake's Take. Hope you all enjoyed the incredible game from Philomath. The craziness that with all of the All-Star weekend and the fun there. I can't believe all the Warriors did this weekend. The defense is looking so solid. I can't wait to watch them next week at Dayton. It's going to be great entertainment. They're going to put on a show for us, as they always will going forward. They are determined to not lose and just keep on this win streak that they're going to try and go on, as they have not played in a year and a half, and they're just filled with excitement, bubbling for more and more competition in any aspect of sports. So it's great to see our athletes back out there you can keep tuning into all the local and national sports uh, on apple podcast spotify and or youtube uh thank you for tuning in if you could hit the subscribe button and the like button it would help reach others and i appreciate you all and i'll see you all tomorrow